Word for You is presented by Grace Point Church in Lakewood, Ohio. We are located at the intersection of Warren and Alger and welcome you to visit us in person or online at gracepointlakewood.com. That's G-R-A-C-E-P-O-I-N-T-E-L-A-K-E-W-O-O-D.com. Listen to podcasts of sermons from our pastor, Mike Bartolone, and various guest pastors. You will see that grace is always the point, and you are always welcome. give you praise. Let's give him a shout. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you. Glory, glory, glory. Well, today is the day. Father's Day. Boy. There are many different circumstances when it comes to parents and fathers, mothers. I didn't have my dad when I grew up. It was very, very hard for me without a father, and we won't go into anything else. There are many things that happen in a family. But my mother, uh, my grandmother raised me. Uh, I didn't know my mother until way later in life. But let me tell you something. Our Heavenly Father gives us everything that we need. And he, he uh, provided through my grandmother everything that she needed to make sure I grew up to be where I am today. Amen. Amen. We have to remember God gives us everything that we need. He fills every empty spot that there is in your life. Please remember that. Oh, cherish your father. Cherish your father. Cherish your parents. Hallelujah. Um, we are honoring all dads today. You know, uh, when I was growing up, <laughs> I used to, you know, I'm a child, you don't know anything, but I always wondered, why do they make, they make a bigger deal over Mother's Day, and then when Father's Day comes, you hear crickets. And I always, I, I questioned my grandma, like, why is it like that? We all rush to the restaurants, we rush to get presents and all this for the mother. But Father, we don't do anything. And she convinced me, no, that's not the case. Uh, it just seems that way. Um, God loves us all. Both mother and father are very, very important. Extremely so. Um, I always looked at it as mothers winning over the fathers. <laughs> but <laughs> we 
no, that's not true either. <laughs> uh, fathers are just as important. Well, you may wonder, where did this all start? Where did Father's Day come from? Who, who got this started? So I did a little research. And we have a young lady, Sonora Smart God, who lived in Spokane, Washington. And she was credited for originating Father's Day. She got the idea in 1909 while listening to a sermon on Mother's Day of all days, which was emerging as a holiday. Local religious leaders supported the idea, and the first Father's Day was celebrated on June 19, 1910, the month of the birthday of Dodd's father. In 1924, President Coolidge gave his support to the observance of the day, and in 1966, President Lyndon B. Johnson gave his support uh, or a proclamation that recognized the day. It became a national holiday in 1972 when President Richard Nixon signed the legislation designating the third Sunday of June as Father's Day. So that's where it all started. Uh, Father's Day has been commercialized with the sending of greeting cards and gifts and eating out and visiting family. Some observe the custom of wearing you know, red roses in, in the lapel to indicate that one's father is living or a white rose to indicate that he is deceased. Other examples, grandfathers, uncle, uncles who have assumed parenting roles are often also honored on that day. While celebrations go on here today, let us not forget our real father. Let us not forget who he is. He is our heavenly father, father God Almighty. Amen? Amen. Well, why is God known as our Father? The image of God as a loving Father is a powerful one, a comforting one. The Bible gives us the perfect description of who He is and why He is our Heavenly Father. When someone is your father, you take on their characteristics, their personality. We should take on the characteristics of God if he is indeed our father. Well, how often does the Bible refer to God as father? Oh gosh, there are so many references in the Bible to the father. I just have a few here. Matthew 29 and 9 says, Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. 1 John 3 and 1, 
behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it does not know him as Father. Ephesians 4 and 6 says, One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Amen? Galatians 3 and 26. We are the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Galatians 4 and 6. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Why is it important that God is a loving father? Because he created us in his image so that we take on his characteristics and raise our children in like manner. As parents love their children, they are responsible for their growth. Even in adulthood, you still have a relationship with your parents. And I have, I'm pause here. I'm going to talk about my mother because, listen, my mother will be 93. No, she's 93 now. Oh, my gosh, I forgot to wish her a happy birthday. Oops. <laughs> okay, well, that's something I had to take care of when I came. Hmm. Okay, well, um, <laughs> all the way in, uh, my mother, once she identified herself to me as who she was. Uh, oh gosh, we spent so much. We had a lot of catching up to do and she was really my spiritual rudder. And she pointed me into the direction of the father because she, she couldn't do what a father can do, you know, but uh, she is a wonderful, strong woman in the Lord. Um, she's in a nursing home now, but let me tell you something. She has not lost that strength at 93. She's running around the nursing home, praising the Lord, spreading the word of the Lord, and going strong as ever. Praise the Lord. 93. That better be the first thing I do when I get home. Get on that telephone. <laughs> oh, goodness, I just had to say that. God is love, and he will be a loving father. He desires that we have a relationship with him. It is our advantage to have a relationship with God. Oh, if you don't have one, please start one as quickly as possible. Because he is a loving Father. He is there whenever you need him, anytime, day or night. You can't sleep. Get up out of the bed and cry to the Father. You have a problem. Run to his lap. The light bills do. Dad, what do I do? Sister's sick. Daddy, please do something. 
anything. I'm bombarded. I'm tired. I'm worn out. Daddy, help me. Anything you need, the Father is there. Isaiah 40 and 29 tells us, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. We lack nothing because Father God provides everything. Father God gives liberty, life, happiness. Why? Because he loves us. His love is foundation is fundamental to his character whether it is in the realm of our creation or in the realm of our redemption everything that we have is due to divine grace his grace is sufficient and also divine grace is motivated by divine love everything that we have is God's gift to us, which is grace motivated by his love. Why is he father? Because he is all wise. There's an important statement Isaiah makes in chapter uh, 28, uh, chapter 40, verse uh, 28, last part of that paragraph reads, there is no limit to his understanding. He can get you through anything, anything. For example, one can know that God created the world. However, if one does not seek to worship the creator, uh, this, this is unwise. Knowledge is recognizing that there is a creator. Wisdom is worshiping the creator. The world is currently filled with people that know there is somebody out there whom we call God. They have knowledge, but because they refuse to act properly on that knowledge, they lack wisdom. And there are some who are so foolish that they refuse to recognize there is a God. Those who think they are wise have become fools because they have been separated from God. So where then does wisdom come from? Again, true wisdom comes only from Father God. When the Apostle Paul proclaimed God's word to the skeptical and the superstitious in the Roman Empire, he noted their ignorance. However, among the mature, we do speak a wisdom, but not, but we speak uh, not, not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of the age who are coming to nothing. That's First Corinthians 2 and 6. Paul evaluated the, the Jews who relied on experience and noticed they lacked wisdom. Paul evaluated the Greeks who relied on speculation and noticed they also lacked wisdom. Where then is wisdom found? No surprise here. It comes from the same source as power, 
knowledge, and love. Wisdom is entirely rooted in God's character. God supremely demonstrated his character in the death and resurrection of his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 1, 23-24 says, But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block, to the Jews and the foolishness of the Gentiles, yet to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is God's power and God's wisdom. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. Amen? How can we come to know God as Father? The prophet Isaiah asked the Israelites, who should have known better? Do you not know? Have you not heard? In the Old Testament, God made priests and prophets responsible for speaking God's word to Israel. If the people lacked knowledge, it was laid at the feet of those given responsibility for proclaiming God's word. That's in Ezekiel 33. You can read that later, 6 to 8. In the New Testament, God gave the church the responsibility of proclaiming his word. If the lost are to be redeemed, they must first know who Father God is. Father God has made his character known supremely in the revelation of his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ on the cross is the wisdom of God's salvation on display to the world. Jesus Christ on the cross is the love of God for the sinful man on display to the world. Jesus Christ arisen from the death of the cross is the power of God on display to the world. God made his character known in his son as recorded in scripture and he has given this word to his church. Like the apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2 and 2, we must only declare Jesus Christ and him crucified for therein people will know of God. As Christians, it's our responsibility to take this knowledge to the world by ex externally preaching it, but, in, but it is the Spirit who illuminates the Word so that lost men, women, children might respond internally. God has chosen to display his character of power, knowledge, love, and wisdom in the cross of his son, Jesus Christ. What a great privilege we have to proclaim who God is and what he has done for us in Christ. Amen. How does knowing that God is a father help us overcome father issues? There are many different situations situations and many different upbringings that we have and as I stated before my grandmother raised me the whole time without a father 
great woman. And as good as she was, there is no one, no one, no one, no one who can take the place of God the Father. No one. And after, after my grandmother died, and it was very hard, as I stated before. <laughs> very, very difficult. But, but God. I always tell people, but God. Amen? We love our parents, and God does want us to be in a relationship with them. However, you need a relationship with God the Father. When things are not what they appear or how they should be with your birth parents, or if your birth parents are no longer here, know that you have a heavenly Father who is close to you day and night, 24-7. He's willing to hear you and ready to be close to you. He is our creator and our Father. Amen? Amen. A father's love letter to my child. I'm going to read this letter to you. I want you to just close your eyes and focus on the words as I read this to you. You may not know me, but I know everything about you. I know when you sit down and when you raise up. I am familiar with all your ways. Even the very hair on your head are numbered. For you were made in my image. In me you live and move and have your being. For you are my offspring. I knew you even before you were conceived. I chose you when I planned creation. You are not a mistake, for all your days are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb. I brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but I'm the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you, simply because you are my child and I'm your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand, for I am your provider and I meet all of your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope because I love you with an everlasting love. 
My thoughts toward you are countless as the sands on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish with you all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me, and I will give you the desires of your heart. For it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. For I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my son, Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that we could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. And nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I will throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I'm waiting for you. Love your dad. Almighty God. What should we sing? Because <laughs> you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. 
good, good father to you. So, Lord, we just thank you for being such a good, good, good father to us. We thank you that you love us, you keep us, you hold us, you sing over us, you heal us, you call us your own, that we belong to you. We are your children, and you knew us before we were even knitted in our mother's womb. And you brought us into this world. So, Father, we just thank you. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you, Lord, for being a good dad. Thank you, Lord, for being a good dad to us all. We love you. And we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Happy Father's Day to all you fathers. We love each one of you. Let's just bless the fathers. Lord, we just reach our hands out to every father here, Lord. Father, we just thank you for their life, God. We thank you that you've called them to be their protectors of their family, Lord. You've called them to be the ones who stand strong, Lord, that you give them strength, Lord, that you uphold them, that you breathe your life into them. God, that's your strength, Lord, and your protection, Lord. It just flows out of them in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you are raising up an even stronger standard and strength in the men of God and the fathers of the house, the fathers of the families, of the generations, Lord. We prophesy to the fathers, every father, Lord, that there is, that they are going to be like Jesus that stands in the gap for the bride, stands in the gap for their children, stands in the gap for their wives. God, that you would pour out your wisdom more and more over their lives and over their minds. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for each one. I thank you, Lord, for that supernatural strength, that supernatural power, that dutimous power to be over every father in Jesus' name mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.